0: The Sharks come into Montreal to begin their annual season beginning road trip and take a whooping on Montreal while they're down. We'll have all of that. Aiden Hill with a shutout. Jonathan Dahlén scoring two goals. All that and more. We'll break it down right now here on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is October 19th, 2021. The Sharks begin a road trip that takes them through most of eastern Canada, Boston and Nashville. And they start off on the right foot, beating the Montreal Canadiens 5-0. Welcome. Or if you're watching us in Quebec, bienvenue to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single game. So if you want to be part of the show, teal together and interact with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. And, of course, follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and, of course, find everything at tealtownusa.com. It is Eric Cura alongside Mr. Al Martine. Al, how are you, bud? hey Uh Cheers to a new season
1: of hopefully good adventures with the San Jose Sharks. Hopefully much better than last year. But... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good seeing you, man.
0: Good to see you, too. I think the last time I saw you, uh, the Knights destroyed a 6 nothing. So uh, so let, let's get a couple of things in the chat right now. Uh, I'm seeing, uh, you know, Burge7F91 saying, you know, do I understand? Whoa, hello. Where'd you come? Where'd you go up there? All right. <laughs> do I understand correctly that the Sharks, Speedrider, Sheng and Kers are traveling with the team, but Randy and Brett are staying behind in San Jose? If you go on to Twitter, and I think Randy Hahn actually retweeted us uh, about it, uh, I interviewed him uh, a week or so ago about it, and, and that they're starting the season on the road. It's a uh, technological issue uh, that, uh, that the NAB- NBA, NHL, MLB, are all uh, dealing with at this time, and that's how they're producing games. So at the moment, um, we're not; they're not able to uh, go on the road. So that's why you see them at the KNTV studios in San Jose. So just yeah. want to put that out as a clarification because I know that that's come up a lot in uh, the social media as to why Randy and Brett aren't there. And trust me, uh, and Dan Rusinowski is in Montreal, so he gets to have the nice fancy poutine and not randy and brett so <laughs> just want to make sure everybody knows knows what's going on there uh and everything so uh so appreciate each and every one of you joining us and of course hit that subscribe button if you haven't already so we really appreciate it but let's get into it shall we uh this this game started quickly and early on for the sharks after you know a four three win against a, a solid team in Winnipeg. And then you have the Sharks jumping on the plane to head to Montreal uh, for a uh, for a five game ro- or excuse me, five game road trip. Yes, that's right. I I keep thinking six for some reason. So, uh, but early on, I mean, a minute twenty two in, we first thought it was Timo Meyer that got the tip off of the Burns sh- shot, but on replay, it looks like it was Jonathan Dolan Uh, With his first NHL goal, Uh, nice double deflection in there. So, uh, nice concentration and uh, stick handling there.
1: You know, this was a much better start than, obviously, Game 1. But a couple of the goals in the first period were very easy let-ins by Jake Allen. Um, I think it's important to point out that Montreal is missing Shane Weber. They're missing Carey Price. And, you know, the historical... You know, when teams losing the Stanley Cup usually have a off year. So it kind of looks like that's going to be this case for the Montreal Canadiens. Take it, they're only four games in, but they're still 0-4. And they, I mean, this is like one of their worst starts since 1995.
0: Yeah, and it's a tough one because the, the expectations, even without Carey Price, even without Shea Weber, uh, the expectations are high. Coming off a year that you you go to the Stanley Cup Final, uh, and probably one of the weirdest weird years, uh, <laughs> weirdest seasons in the NHL. But yeah. uh, Dalen gets that first goal to make it one nothing, and then two minutes fourteen seconds later, uh, Couture takes a shot. Allen lets in a bit, gives up a big rebound, goes right to Dalen. He bangs it home. He thinks it's his first NHL goal, but uh, it's technically his second. But Kachur uh, and Meyer on the assist with uh, Timo Meyer getting two assists on there. But uh, Ulfs son uh, doing it again, and uh, these kids have been uh, have been making an early impact on this squad.
1: Uh, Meyer with the three point nights, one of his best games in a very long time. <laughs> um, he was one of our disappointments last year, but. Um, You know, I, I, I know we're going to get into Kane a little bit later, but it it just seems like the puck is moving between forwards a lot more than last year. Normally you would see, you know, puck skiing moved up to the defenseman because of course we have EK 65 and Brent Burns, but like it would always get stuck on top. So I think there's more of a point to drive it towards the net and see what happens afterwards
0: and driving it to net and having that that big on impact, that foot on gas, you know. And of course Ian. <laughs> God Montreal God. is bad and they should feel bad. <laughs> uh, you are correct. Yeah, big time. So that should not trade why. <laughs> you're not wrong there, but boy, <laughs> maybe treat them a little bit better. I don't know. But after that game against Detroit, who knows? moving onward not even, like a minute and a half later you know cogliano takes takes a shot from Hoffman uh Eric Carlson of all people comes at him and it's like the you know what are you doing and, and we actually have some footage here um, of uh, of Eric Carlson getting questioned post game hey Eric uh, were, were you about to drop the gloves with uh, Mike Hoffman Not even close okay but apparently not so uh but <laughs> but uh you know Gallagher comes out and it's like why I oughta and Carlson's like why I oughta and then middleton goes up to Hoff and I was like oh come on middleton <laughs> do it but um but uh, yeah I'm, I will say that the the early
1: you know two games in it's not much of a sample size but Eric Carlson does look a lot thinner compared to last year. He's skating faster. Um, I do worry though that like he only finished with 19 minutes total time on ice, and Brett Burns finished with 28 or 27 minutes. I'm not too sure if that's something going on in the third period or a groin issue again, but um, he was not much. He wasn't anywhere to be seen in the third period. So that is something to just keep your eye on. Um, Yeah.
0: That's interesting to look at. I I really didn't take a look at that um, per se, but I'm trying to pull up the stats right here uh, as we see. But uh, Carlson, I mean, he, he, he was, I mean, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shifts in the third. Uh, So, you know, uh, time on ice, 1858, and honestly, I mean, for him, okay. You know, keep the minutes down. For Burnsy, if you are going to play him twenty eight minutes, and maybe that's personal preference from Burnsy, <laughs> Burnsy, careful, my friend.
1: <laughs> Please don't turn into a starfish. Please don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, but uh, you know, like even like twenty
1: seven minutes in the first month of the of the NHL season is that just adds up, yeah. Like, you would figure you'd give some of those minutes to millston, Simic. Um, even like Velastic had only 15 minutes. So I don't know if that is a coaches just keep the time on ice low for it for those two. But um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, it, here's the thing. I mean, if you're going to give them less minutes, that tells you that you have confidence in guys like. Middleton and the shimmick and and freaking Mario Ferraro I mean I haven't even looked at the the final stats on the night but I mean uh, these guys are are the youngsters are leading the way into you know making making them have less ice time and that's the same thing in the sense for like uh, like Cagliano and Benito we, I, I kind of mentioned it uh, with Landy on Saturday night that These these guys are gonna chew up minutes and get them to focus on what they should be focusing on.
1: And like for the record, that like normally you see your defenseman like twenty minutes a game, but it's just when you pay someone the wage that you do for Ek sixty five, it's just something just to keep your eye on on them. Right. If they're doing if they're limiting his his load management for just the early on early set of the season.
0: It'll be something f- to uh, keep an eye on throughout the year, for sure, uh, as uh, as we move along. I'm trying to pull up the uh, time on ice stats, so uh, forgive me here. But we move on, uh, you know, we- Weatherby takes the puck over glass penalty, uh, you know, it is what it is with that, but the Sharks stopped him I had some solid mm-hmm. PK. You saw a lot, a lot of uh, block shots uh, in there, and then, you know... Mike Hoffman takes a dumb hooking penalty on Shimmick, and and that sets up Eric Carlson getting his first of the year uh with with Long Beach native Matt Nieto and youngest of plugs Mario Ferraro getting the assists on there. Um what did you think of the, of his shot? I thought I I thought he was kind of going with like an off-speed shot per se or he was maybe hoping for a deflection.
1: He, he definitely shot it to get a deflection but Um, I kind of liked there were just people in front of the net causing distractions for Jake Allen Um, I mean Jake Allen wasn't great tonight. He had five goals on 20 shots, but um, You know you do like how they're they're At least giving people or driving people to the net um, And not going for the fancy pass like they tend to always do when they have this amount of talent Um, So um, as long as they don't they don't get blocked and lead to office and chances in the other zone, that's totally fine. Um, it's just get people to the front to the net and screen the goalie.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what I've been begging for them to do. It's like guys, we're sorry you're not gonna all have movie careers once you retire. Go to the net. Be that Tomas Holmstrom guy. You know, I mean, I I think that's. That's something that they should be looking out for, to just to kind of get in the way of the goaltender. And when you have big goaltenders in the league, let's let's also, you know, let's be honest here. Aiden Hill is one like one of the larger ones in there. Uh, but I mean, yeah. do it to your opponent, block it, you know, and and for most importantly, you know, for the power play, make them pay. Mm-hmm. I mean we'll we'll continue on with the with the stats on the night but I mean 2 for 4 in the power play tonight four power play goals in their first two games uh y- you know it's y- you to to coin, hockey jerk's phrase you love to see it Chamber, <laughs> hockey jerk yes i owe you, i owe you a coke from 711 um but I mean definitely they were getting a lot of power play chances they couldn't do Crap last year. And with some with the youthful influence, I, I think it's been showing. I mean I mean like last year their last power play goal
1: was in April and the season ended in middle of May. Like it was just awful. One of the worst power play units uh in recent memory, for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, game at the time on ice. I just pulled it up here. I mean, Middleton, nearly 17 minutes tonight. Mario Ferraro, 22-18. Uh, Vlasic, 15-12. Shimmick, 14-01. I mean, you're, uh, outside of Burns and Ferraro, all these guys are definitely well under 20 minutes. And that's something that that is nice to have. Yes, I'm concerned about Burns. Ferraro, eh, not too bad with 22. But, I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, the... the to have the ice time evenly split up, and I'm looking at the forwards too, I think no one is under, and Cogs had 11.57, but outside of that, everybody played at least 12 minutes tonight. Yep. So, so moving onward to the second period after the Sharks outshot the Canadians 12-3, uh, Caulfield would take a slashing penalty about two minutes in on Dolan and then, uh, and then the floodgates would open with Timo Meyer getting his first goal of the year again, <laughs> uh, from, from Couture and, and Carlson. Uh, and it, to me, was it me or is that from the same spot that whether we got his goal in on Saturday night?
1: Yep. Top of the zone. Just, and it went through five full, I believe. So, um, again not a great night for jake allen but um at least we're seeing more creative chances in the offensive zone um either by tips or by just shooting the puck at the goal and, and getting a rebound
0: yeah and and getting traffic in there like you said uh to to make it for nothing there um you know you would have uh you would have whether it be taking that puck over a glass penalty, but overall, I thought Montreal was coming on hard uh, in the uh, second period. Period. You know they outshot the Sharks 11-5 in that one, uh, but the Sharks shut them down. Yeah,
1: I mean, I would say the big concern the first two games of this season is that just the Sharks just don't have the height to match up against most teams, so they're going to give up a lot more rebound opportunities. Um, and it'll play great tonight. This was his first shutout as a San Jose shark, but it's just something to just keep your eye on. If the sharks have lots of trouble clearing the puck out of their own zone, um, that's something they didn't do well last year. Um, so just keep an eye on that.
0: The other thing too, is the faceoff circle. I mean, like I mentioned on the previous yeah. show, they would lose draws and then get burned on goals right off the faceoff. Tonight they dominated the faceoff circle, 62% in faceoffs. That's a huge boost. You're not playing from behind, not trying to chase the puck uh, per, per se. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, so there's that. Definitely the power plays improved. Definitely, you know, team defense, and that just doesn't mean just the defenseman and the goaltender, but I think everybody overall um, looks solid. Yeah, I mean,
1: last year, again, like faceoffs were a major issue last year. Um, They just could not get the opening draw from off the puck or off the faceoff. And maybe that's just because they have Hurdle, Couture, and Timo Meyer. Like they actually have their people starting at least healthier than last year, um, being more productive in the faceoff zone.
0: Yeah. And and it, it, Definitely benefits helping getting the puck out, getting you know, things going and rolling in your direction, even if it's just a dump in after a long icing uh, that you guys have been stuck out in there for a while. I mean, that would be a huge thing. Critical moments, as we would say. They're huge face-offs. You know, all of that taken care of tonight. Third period, uh, you know, Sherratt would take uh, what I think we're going to be concerned about this year with some of these kids uh, taking liberties uh, at uh, at some of the youngsters. He uh, roughs, tries to rough up William Eklund uh, in the corner, uh, ends yeah. up getting a power play. And uh, Kevin LeBanc, or was that Alexander Ovechkin with that one-timer? My goodness. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen him take a a, a one-timer uh, in some time. But uh, you know, uh, the, to put the icing on the cake, per se, at 5 nothing you know like
1: i've i actually prefer when LeBank shoots the puck a lot more um when he becomes super passive um he turnovers the puck and he just he's not the same player so if they can somehow drill that into him to just shoot the puck and if you see an opportunity perfect um and you know LeBank is one of the younger guys for the san jose sharks um hopefully he can be more of a center going forward but I wouldn't mind him just being a left winner
0: I mean it's not wrong and to have the depth to have him on the third line um it's nice to see and I think for LeBanc with the with the focus kind of being on Weatherby, Donlin and Eklund uh way to make a presence saying hey I'm here I want to jump back into this and I want to make sure I make an impact so uh Sends that message on there, and and that would be it. You know, Sharks win five nothing. Dolan, with his first two goals in the NHL. Uh, he is the ninth Shark to score two goals in the his first two goals in the same game. And the and huge uh, thanks to Darren Stevens who answered my question off at of Twitter. Uh, two minutes fourteen seconds, the fastest. Let me see how he put it. Fastest two goals to start a career in sharks history. Oh, that's a stat of the night. Yeah, I mean that that's a stat and and he he's not at sharks stats uh, you know, for nothing, folks. <laughs> so, it's a crazy stat. Uh Aiden Hill with his fourth shutout of the year, uh he had uh a 21 Wait, save shutout. So, or sorry, fourth shutout of his career. First as a strike, sorry. Thank you. Uh, you know, all around, really good night. This is where, and I'm going to steal this from Ted Ramey, where your big players need to be your big players. And Carlson showed up tonight. You know, he, he didn't have any f ups. Obviously, with with the shutout, there weren't any glaring, you know, mistakes with the puck. He had a goal and two assists offensively. I mean, that's that's a nice solid night. Timo Meyer who was also one that got called out, you know, before about how you know, the these uh, how it's a critical year for him. He had a 3-point mm-hmm. night. I mean, uh, overall, yeah. take, what do you, what do you think?
1: Takeaway is it's still very very early on the season. Yes. Um you know, Winnipeg I think it was probably their best opponent right now, but like tough to know what you're going to get out of Winnipeg. Um, I would put some stock into if they can get past Toronto or Boston coming up. Um, those teams are pretty much set on making the playoffs. And if you were curious about how like the the sharks are going to play going forward, I would say, you know, October 22nd and the 24th, when we face those two teams is when we're really going to get a real sense about how we match up against better opponents. Um,
0: you're, yeah, you're going into uh, a back-to-back situation first with Ottawa on Thursday and then uh, Toronto on Friday. Uh, this is where you're going to see the depth really get tested. What are you snickering at? Uh, just check Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, jerk. You can't do that to AJ. AJ's <laughs> not in the chat because Carlson currently leads the Sharksons. Come on. <laughs> oh man that's that's kind of messed up Uh, it's true (laughs) all right let's get to some of the comments that came out with the presser aj thank you for for hitting this up uh from buchner hills come up with big saves what i love is he's into the game coming to the bench during tv timeouts making sure everyone is involved uh i mean he had that breakaway on on josh anderson early on which we've all cringed i i'm pretty sure it was you know i'm used to (laughs) them it's like oh crap here's a breakaway here it comes oh shoot but it was like oh he made the save all right uh hill getting some love here from uh also from bugner dollin's hockey sense and timo's got a different gear that line is really clicking uh so big ups for for the line with dollin and timo on there uh Last year was a big adjustment for Couture, and he's taken a big step in the leadership department this season. The guys are playing for each other, pack mentally. Which is good to see. We're gonna, I'm assuming we will see Wolfpack shirts in the Shark Store pretty soon. Uh, Logan saying, guys want to play for each other, and that was lacking last year. I like our group and we're energized. Uh, last year we got too cute. Now it's just... Get it and shoot it. Our net front presence has done a great job on the power play. It, like you just said, Al, you know, with the uh, with the presence of of the uh, of going to the net, crashing that net, you know, uh, and guys were playing hard to the to get that shutout for Hill. I mean, yeah, I mean, 21 saves. I think mean, doesn't get really tested, and that's a tough one for Montreal, who starts now 0 and 4 on the campaign. Yeah, Uh, we knew it was going to be a little bit tough for Montreal, but. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a tough one to think about.
1: I mean, anytime you lose your two cornerstones on defense, especially your goalie, um, you're just not going to be the same team. Um, Jake Allen was great when Shea Weber was his top defenseman. Right. Um, So, you know, I don't really have any high expectations for. Montreal, just because what I said before about how teams lose in the Stanley Cup Finals tend to not uh, perform as well. Plus, like, if you just look back at, like, how much hockey has been played in the last year, it's almost been the equivalent of two NHL seasons plus, you know, playoffs.
0: Right. I mean, and, and to have that all compressed in uh, doesn't help. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't oh. Crazy bad, but yeah, that was a crazy stretch of last year to get that fifty-six game in. And um, you know, Couture goes on to saying, "Hey, last year was tough for a lot of reasons. This year, I feel good about my game. Timo's playing well, and Dolan is such a smart player. Uh, uh, and then even more love for for the second line. You know, Hurdles, Hurdles like line created tonight." We rolled four lines and had a great start. Credit Montreal for pushing back, which we saw, and the Sharks shut them down. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Jonathan Dolan. I, I swear I'm going to be so close to it, accidentally calling him Ulf once in a while. Uh, I just have to be <laughs> smart because I'm not the fastest. I have to read the play and be in the right spot. And, and that's that's the other thing too. You may not be the fastest player. You may not have the speed like like Patty once did. But being in the right spot and getting to it, you know, you're going to get your chances. I mean, he had almost that one against Winnipeg on Saturday night, which Hellebuck, you know, had an unbelievable stop. But, uh, you know, he was in the right place at the right time tonight for for those two goals, and and that's a big one.
1: Uh, I do just like that there's more line chemistry in all four lines. Um, I don't know if that's because of a certain player that's missing or not, but... um, you know, there's just more puck movement, and that is really a good sign to see for right now. Um, and hopefully, we keep it up going forward. Um, but again, the first real test is against Toronto when you have, you know, a healthy Austin Matthews and all their tool set. Um, so that's, I think, the more bigger focus right now is get the points, but see how we match up against big, better teams. Yeah.
0: And you should beat the teams that you should be beating, not like in Sharks' team's past, that probably had more talent, uh, is, uh, you know, they'd always play down to their opponents, uh, i.e. Anaheim in 2009. Uh, But beside the point, yeah, I know. But that's a prime example of it. Uh, uh, So we'll see that there. Uh, Aiden Hill on his night, I felt good out there that first period. We were pretty dominant and it was fun to be out there. Shimmick had two big shot blocks at the end for me. So, this is what we're talking about when guys are playing for each other and even Bugner was saying, you know, we've come a long way when it comes to culture, holding guys accountable. The young guys are giving us everything they have. Uh and that's what it that's what it takes. And you need that team chemistry, you need that that unity to come together and that's going to help out and it and it's shown in the first two games. I mean, just on the defensive end, that like they're not
1: blowing defensive coverages like they used to last year. Um, there was plenty of times where they would leave someone wide open in front of the net, or just not clear the zone. Um, again, Jones was bad last year, but he didn't get nearly any help from his, you know, top defenseman. Um,
0: so, if the fundamentals are there, I definitely see improvement with the Sharks. Yeah denver doyle saying doesn't this team feel like it's having fun this year it felt like last year was a funeral every game no one protected or played for each other and also you know if you're talking about a funeral it was quiet as heck in there um you know i mean it's good to have fans but um only when the applaud, right <laughs> right i mean they were they were the boo birds out there tonight so but and, and and Ricky, you are you are correct. Okay, guys, calm down. Now the Sharks haven't played a team with a win yet this season. That is true. <laughs> okay. And like Al was saying, w- w- the true test will be a team like Toronto, uh, in play. You know, or a highly young, skilled, competitive team in Ottawa, or as some people like to call it, Ottawa. You know. No. You know. <laughs> um, so. That'll do it for the game. Five nothing. The final here. Uh, Sharks are now two and zero. Um, you know, just like everybody predicted. You know, for San Jose and Buffalo to be undefeated. Uh, obviously, if you were number nine in Buffalo, um, m- maybe you weren't necessarily needed. Mm.
1: Just get the surgery, or just Buffalo. Just just stop it. Just stop it. Let Eichel have his surgery. Like it's just stupid.
0: Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, just for all that is just ridiculous, you know. um, Just really, you know. So, um, we we talked about it earlier to yesterday. We had a full show with it myself and AJ about the twenty-one game suspension for for Evander Kane. Um, You know, uh, there was an interesting article that Ian Ian sent to us today from Forbes. Uh, saying good luck trying to find a way for him to get out of his deal here. Um what what did you I'll ask you what did you think of the suspension and and such and uh you know were you surprised as much as you were?
1: I mean 21 games f- for an NHL suspension is what
0: fifth all time for
1: the longest suspension in NHL. Like number 1 of course is Rafi Torres, so we yeah. will always have number 1, but like 21 games for not for well we don't know if he has a vaccine but let's just say that like 21 games for lying that you've you know fate your vaccine card is just a joke like and there hasn't been a shark in recent history recent memory i should say that has had more destructive offseason even personally or professionally or just both like yeah, Say I, what you, like, I We can go on for hours about Kane, but like, I want him away from this team as far as possible. And I don't want to hear the talk of, well, we're going to bring Kane back after the All-Star break and he can be our playoff, whatever. No, just keep him away. I do not want him spreading his toxic bullshit on Eklund.
0: <laughs> and, and like I said with AJ yesterday, the Sharks now have seven games left to decide, uh, make a decision on William Eklund. Um, you know, at the rate he's going, he picked up another assist tonight. Yeah. Um, but for Kane, I where do if they keep rolling like this? And yes, it's two and zero. It's early. Let's not get crazy. But if they keep rolling, how do you put him in the lineup? I mean, yes, he was your leading goal scorer from last season. But if you keep this rolling, how? how I mean, I can't see them, you know, messing it up. 21 games is about
1: mid-november and by that time you're you're already having four lines with decent line chemistry and throwing that into the mix and just saying hey um we're just gonna like forget about all that success no just send him down to bear too but even like that like you don't want him doing the same stuff he's been doing in the majors yeah. so i don't know what the sharks will do like I know the HLPA will fight like hell to keep his contract with the team because they don't want this to spread from team to team. But I don't know what the Sharks do. Like, yeah. do they just scratch him for the next whatever? How many other games?
0: It'll be Six- 61. 61. Like,
1: if that's the option, that's the option. But, like, yeah, I don't even like that's just I I, I would keep Kane as far away as possible. And I'm not even opening my, myself up to like just like I hope be, everything turns out okay with his family, but like yeah, this off season has been yeah. disastrous. I,
0: I hope that more than anything that things get rectified uh, with his entire family, and hope that's for the best. Uh, Dana is saying every one of those guys in the lineup earned their spot, and to knock them one of them down in favor of would be disrespectful. Um, yep, I mean that would be tough. And I and I agree with you. I mean, if you guys are rolling, I mean, how many times we heard with goaltenders, you gotta keep going with the hot hand. Well, if they keep going with how they're going, good luck trying to find a spot. So,
1: if any angel team called up and won in Kane, I would be like, "Yep, give me a seventh
0: round pick." Yeah. So. And that's probably what you'll get, you know. And, and yeah. you know, AJ, you're you're spot on too. This team is vibing, and remember we haven't seen Barabanov yet who had, who was on a roll uh, late last year too. So once he gets going, you know, Kinesh is probably out till I think he's getting the surgery on the 22nd. He's out eight to 10 weeks. Uh, So easily, you know, putting him near Christmas time or the, or new year's. Uh, So uh, there, there are, there are other options as well. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, This is going to be an interesting year and, and can't wait for everything to uh continue on. So
1: I do want to say I'm rooting for him, but like this has probably been one of the first Sharks players I just do not care about, <laughs> and I'd rather him stay out of state with the team. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: but moving on to two and o, the start off just like we had expected. They uh, head to Ottawa next. Uh, you know. Uh, should be interesting. Does Eric Carlson want to give another big old F you to Eugene Melnick? Uh, youngsters against youngsters, you know, you have uh Josh Norris, uh, and this is for you, AJ uh, you know, going up again among others, uh, against the Sharks youngsters. I mean, I'm actually really looking forward to this game. Uh, just because the youngsters and everything see how everybody's doing on their reset or rebuild, um, and, and then and then you head to Toronto. Yeah, that's the
1: that's that's the big game. If you're just curious how this team is matching up, um, I will steal this from the chat. That apparently Ottawa has not been a great place for the San Jose Sharks. Nope. Um, so neither
0: has Buffalo. But
1: true. And thankfully, um, well, I guess we have to worry about them this year. Though. <laughs>
0: but so we think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I do have
1: high hopes for Ottawa. I mean, like they obviously came out pretty good with the Carlson trade, but I just don't know about that ownership. And if you're a fan of that team, I don't know what to, what to say, but I'm sorry. But because you have one of the worst owners probably in the HL, but.
0: And uh, well, the buffalo's pretty bad. Yeah, buffalo's <laughs> the buffalo's saying, "Hold my beer." <laughs> so uh, we'll be looking out for that. All right. Uh, final comments in the chat. Uh, besides AJ saying, uh, "Never do that again, Eric." Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, PJ saying, "Drew and Rusinowski on the radio call was awesome." Uh, I I will listen to a replay of that on the Sharks Audio Network. Uh, is Kachuk playing Thursday? I haven't heard anything yet, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. Um, you know, is anyone expecting anything out of, uh, Jonah get Uh, I think he got into camp late, so he's probably gonna, you know, Barracuda. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the tough part. They pick him up waivers. So I think they have to have, he has to clear waivers to go down. So we'll see how that works. Um, fingers crossed on that although you know there's another option in the lineup uh for a for a guy who scored 15 goals in a shortened aHL season didn't do much with with the Canucks uh when he got called up but uh you know new season new team we'll see what happens there so
1: I will say that like the moves that the sharks have made were forced into like you know getting the seventh overall pick and Having William Eklund fall to him was just a gift that um, that can't be understated. And, you know, the farm system is much better now. Um, these were moves that the Sharks were going to have to do, like trading away Dylan, trading trade away Braun. But, like, I'm glad it happens sooner rather than, you know, two years out.
0: Um, you're right. <laughs> i got distracted by uh serena's chat do you think this is the sharks time for stanley cup please it's please, way too early please for that. No. i'm about to leave get out of no, here no please. no no uh, <laughs> you know i mean I, as much as i would love to yeah of course we also thought hey 93 94 nothing was going to happen but you just never know here's what you here's what you do here's what you do you stay with this team Obviously, this team is 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 working hard and, and kicking their butt. You know, give them the support. That's that's how I look at it. So, uh, you know,
1: go ahead. Like just positive momentum. Like last year was pretty toxic for this team, and I think it was one of the most toxic seasons, um, pretty much in a long, very, very long time. Yeah.
0: So, and Tom saying be satisfied with the team moving in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, briefly, uh, you know, Islanders up for nothing on the Blackhawks late in the third. Uh, the Predators are up two-one on LA. Thank you very much. Uh, Jets five, Wild three. Uh, did you see Fellingo versus Brendan Dillon? <laughs> no, Where I did that, that punch come from? We, we got the whole Superman punch going on in the fight. What?
1: I'll have to take a look at it. Yeah,
0: but. though that's that's something. Fellino was like he was ready, ready. You know, you're ready, and then all of a sudden he he jumps up and then tries to nail him, and I think he just missed Dylan's head. Uh, right, it's like full on Kevin Bieksa, uh when he fought there. So
1: I love Dylan. Um, <laughs> pardon me, wishes we didn't make that trade, but you know I'm glad he's doing all right in Winnipeg.
0: Yes. <laughs> Uh, dilly 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 absolutely well wishes bud, but don't don't take runs at tomas hurdle anymore he's gonna meet you in the parking lot what's going on with that hey i'm gonna go to
1: your house for one day and then punch you at night he
0: like like you said you know he he's got a role to play and um you know well
1: like you know like maybe don't like ruin someone's career (laughs) if you're just gonna crash at their house for one game but
0: right yeah so yeah uh ducks and oilers tied up at three three yeah there's there's one he didn't expect mcdavid with his fourth already mm-hmm. dry saddle gets on the board there uh vancouver loses to the three and oh buffalo sabers five the two what again buffalo what um <laughs> you know, it's just craziness there. what's going on what's going on i mean 4-1 Panthers over Lightning. What? I mean, Barkov with the goal there. I mean, Spencer Knight with the victory there. Braden Point with the only goal. I mean, that was just... I did
1: see Thornton spearing one of the Lightning forwards. Uh-oh.
0: So I'm assuming
1: he's going to get a game for that.
0: At least a fine, for sure. Uh, The Kraken, Um, they need to get re-released or something. They lose 4-2 to over the undefeated Devils. Go figure. There I, again, it's early on. It's early on, so you have some surprises, you know. Uh, uh, I think
1: like just like the Devils, like they have like they have a lot of talent. It's just is it ever going to show up, and is this the year that you start seeing the first improvements of the team? Um, maybe not this year, but they're definitely a team to keep your eye on.
0: Yeah. And and that's and that's the thing. That's the fun part about the season. Everybody early on has a chance, and some people are going to surprise you, and some people aren't. So you're saying
1: there's a chance.
0: Hashtag don't stop believing. Just like the Red Wings are two and one with a four one win over the Blue Jackets. You know, so that's that's your update for right now. Uh so. Uh, in case you missed anything, or do you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Hit that YouTube subscribe button and hit that notification bell, and that will notify you when we go on the air. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, uh, and of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. Uh, so that'll do it. Ottawa is on Thursday friday in uh in toronto um i'm more excited than than chowing down corn dogs at the alameda county fairgrounds just <laughs> but uh al your final thoughts and where the people can find you um i'll
1: just repeat what i've said before but like this is a much improved start to the uh, to the season compared to last year um gotta like what you're seeing from william Eckland's. um right now he looks like an absolute steal at at 7th at overall um you know going to be going to be frank but like I don't Montreal is still kind of a, it's going to be a bad team this season first real test is you know against Toronto and we'll see what happens afterwards um but this is a great start and great momentum going forward
0: yeah absolutely and in Before we uh, head to the Discord channel, uh, so make sure you head over there, Uh, just take a screenshot of the NHL standings right now. Enjoy it for a moment because we don't know how long it will last. But the Sharks are in first place. And my favorite thing in October, if the season were to end tomorrow, they would take on the Kraken in round one. (laughs) With that we'll see you on the discord hit us up on teal town usa of course hit that subscribe button appreciate each and every one of you we will see you thursday following sharks and senators and until then keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great night everyone we'll see you thursday where we hope Eklund scores his first goal in ottawa good night everyone